and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parashat Terumah. And in Parashat Terumah, Hashem asked the Jewish people to build, them a, to build him a Mishkan so he can dwell uh, within them. And so the question is, like really, that the wording is very strange. He's not saying, build me a Mishkan so I can dwell in it. He's saying, build me a Mishkan so I can dwell in you. So there's a famous Midrash that explains this, this um, pasuk, this uh, verse of the Torah, in which a king has an only daughter, is the love of his life, it's his only daughter, and this daughter is getting married to a prince, and he knows that this daughter is going to go away, and he loves her very much, and he can't imagine his life without her. He can't imagine living without his daughter, but he understands that he cannot keep the, the daughter in his palace with the husband. The husband is a prince of another kingdom, and she needs to move. So he goes to the, to the new son-in-law, and he says to him, look, I have to ask you a, a favor. I, I know it's a strange favor, but I cannot imagine my life without my daughter. Would it be possible for you to build me a little room wherever you live? I'm just asking for a little room so I can dwell with you. So this Midrash really is talking about Hashem and the Torah. When Hashem gave the Torah at Mount Sinai to the Jewish people, he, he, he gave his only daughter to the Jewish people. It was his only daughter. And so he couldn't imagine his life living without his daughter. So he asked the Jewish people, the first thing he asked them is to build him a Mishkan so he can dwell with you. So we, we see here that, that to understand these uh, midrash, these, um, it's a little bit problematic because we can understand that the king had a predicament. We can understand that he loved his daughter very much and it was very hard to live without her. But the Torah, on the other hand, Hashem gave us the Torah and, um, and the Torah is not something that is detached from Hashem. It doesn't matter where you take the Torah in the world, Hashem is always part of the Torah. And it's like a teacher is teaching Torah. I'm not losing Torah when I'm teaching you Torah. You're gaining Torah, but I'm gaining Torah too. I'm not losing what I'm teaching you. So, so what, did the, what did Hashem meant when he said, I can't be without it, but I can't hold you back to the, to the prince? So the very holy Sfas Emes answers this question with just one sentence. And he says, it's the, the, the Hashem is not saying, I can't be without the Torah. What he's really saying is that the Torah cannot be without me. And this is really changes our whole uh, relationship with the Torah and with Hashem. Because what he means is that that God doesn't lose the Torah by giving us the Torah. He's not losing the Torah. He's gaining the Torah because by giving the Torah to us and by us learning Torah, keeping mitzvot and living a, a holy life, we are creating a, we are revealing the presence of Hashem in this world. So he's not really losing anything. He's gaining. But what he meant here is that you, that if we learn Torah, what he meant was, you're going to learn Torah and you're going to do mitzvot. But what he wants the Jewish people to understand, Hashem wants the Jewish people to understand, is that the Torah is not about chokhmah, it's not about gaining wisdom, and it's not about full, filling your life with good deeds. 
That's not what the Torah is meant to produce. Obviously, this is one of the um, of the of the uh, cause consequences of learning Torah and doing good deeds. Like, if you learn Torah, you're gonna end up doing good deeds. But what Hashem is is saying to us is, I come along with it, and it's not just an intellectual study. That the Torah is not something that is devoid of Hashem. Uh, you know, when you learn Torah, it's like an elixir to the soul. But when you learn Torah for the sake of knowledge, like how the Greeks wanted the Jewish people to learn Torah, they didn't want them to have the soul of the Torah. They just wanted them to have the knowledge of the Torah and to, live a, to, do, to do mitzvot because it's nice, it's something nice to do, but the God aspect of it is taken out, then the Torah becomes a poison. So what Hashem says is know that you have taken the Torah and mitzvot, and you must construct a, a single small room for me so that I can live amongst you, so that I can be there, so that I can be there with you in your, in your Torah, because engaging in the learning of Torah, in the study of Torah, and performing mitzvot without having Hashem in mind is completely missing the point. So what uh, Rabbi Eisenberger is teaching us uh, in his uh, commentary of the Torah is that if we don't have Hashem in the picture, if He's not part of the, of the intention of our learning Torah and us doing mitzvot, then really we lost the point. So what he's saying is, is that, uh, that when we do this with the right intention, when we learn Torah for the sake of heaven and we do mitzvot for the sake of heaven, then we're going to be able to cleave to Hashem and we're going to be able to be raised above all people. But we need to have Hashem in the picture. If we don't do it for Him, if our learning of Torah is just to, 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 to be intelligent and to be wise and to learn and to be knowledgeable and to be respected and honored, then we lost the point. But if we learn Torah because we do it for the sake of heaven, because this is what Hashem wants from us, and this gives great pleasure to God, He gave us the Torah so He can be a part of us, He can live within us, then we are serving Hashem. We're doing it with the right purpose. So, so it says that, um, that uh, there's a very powerful teaching of, that relates to Abraham Avinu, that when he was on his third day of his circumcision, he was sitting and he was having a whole conversation with Hashem. And at that moment, three angels that came, these guys, these men came, and they were looking for a place to stay and eat. And at that moment, uh, <clears throat> um, Abraham jumped up and said to God, wait for me one moment, I have to take care of these people. And so Rashi, quoting the sages, he says that hosting guests is greater than receiving the Shahina. That to have uh, people that you take care of is even greater than to be prayer, praying and hosting Hashem. But, the, but it says here that Rashi explains that although Abraham Avinu uh, visited himself with the needs of his guests, he did not disrupt his connection with God. He, he didn't say to God, forget about it, I'm going to go and take care of these people because your Torah says that I have to take care of people. No, that's not what he did. What he did 
what he meant was that uh, he said to Hashem, please stay with me while I take care of these people. So what it means is that his mitzvah, he included Hashem in the mitzvah. So what I mean by this, and I, if I can express it in the right way, is that when you are taking care, care of your baby, or you're taking care of your mother, or your father, or you're taking care of your siblings, or you're taking care of somebody in need, don't just do it because you're taking care of somebody. Bring Hashem with you, because this is exactly what God wants you to do. You know, through this pandemic, thank God, Baruch Hashem, I had for 10 months my children with their children in my home. For five months, I had one daughter with, his, with her family, with all her kids. And then for the next five months, I had my other daughter with her kids. So it was an ongoing, like people ask me, what are you doing in the pandemic? I said, I'm running a soup kitchen. Because all day I was cooking and doing and feeding them and, and taking care of them, making sure the kids were okay, making sure my daughters were okay, giving them nurturing, loving them. And the only way that you can do something like this, really, is if you have Hashem within you. That you understand that, okay, they're my daughters. But it comes to a point where you can say, okay, go home, it's enough, I need my space. But when you understand that Hashem puts these people in your life, your daughters, your children, whoever, your neighbor, whoever is around your life, and they, they need of you, they, they need you, in reality, Hashem is in the picture. It's part of Him. You're taking care of God through these people. There's a famous story I once heard of a friend, and he said that this lady, she dreamt that she was hosting Hashem in her house. And she woke up, and she had this very vivid dream that God had told her that He was coming for dinner. And so she prepared the house, she went shopping, she cooked, she polished the silver, she cleaned her home because God is coming, God is coming, God is coming. Suddenly she hears a knock on the door and it's this little boy from the, from the school, the little boy with a box of chocolate. And he's saying, oh, we're raising money for the school, would you buy me a chocolate? And she looked at the boy and she says, go home, I don't have time for you, I'm very busy. Next thing, 10 minutes later, she has another knock on the door and it's her neighbor, her next door neighbor. And he says, oh, I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm, I'm uh, fixing something in my house and I don't find my hammer. Would it be possible for you to lend me your hammer? And she looked at her, him and she said, I'm sorry, I'm too busy, I cannot help you, please leave me alone. And then uh, a poor person comes, a homeless, homeless person comes to her house, she knocks on the door, she opens up and he says, look lady, I'm very hungry, I'm hungry, do you have any food, can you give me some food? And she says, I cannot give you food, I'm very busy, I cannot take care of you, and she slammed the door at him. That night, it's 8 o'clock at night, she lights the candle, she's waiting for Hashem, the food is ready, she's so excited. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, the food burned itself. By 12 o'clock, she says, he's not coming. And she went to bed crying, crying her heart out. And that night, she had a dream where Hashem appeared again. And she said, Hashem, how could you? You left me waiting for you. How could that be? And she says, I didn't let, leave you waiting for me. I did come to you. I was the child that came to sell you chocolate. I was your neighbor that came to ask for the hammer. And I was that homeless person asking for food. So 
sometimes we feel people are uh, uh, they're dis disrupting us they're they're nuisances they're they're on top of our heads we want to get rid of them and we want to go and pray and we want to go and do a, a mitzvah and we w don't want to be bothered but in reality look inside of these people because every person that comes to you and needs something from you is Hashem asking you to have him in, in mind and when you do things with Hashem in mind and you see okay this person came to me because Hashem is part of that person and I am part of Hashem and I can be part of Hashem in helping this person then that's what this parasha means this is what this pasuk this verse really means build me a mishkan so I can dwell in you make me a little room within you so I can always be with you and so I wish you a blessed week and remember live a little higher thank you